When life is difficult, Samaritans are here. Day or night, 365 days a year. You can call them for free on 116 123. Email them at joe at or visit Whatever you're facing, the Samaritans are here to listen. Welcome to the Beard Podcast Live. Um, this is the live Q and A session. Um, sorry, the first time I've really used this for a while. So, um, yeah, so I'm going to give it a minute for people to to come on, um, and then uh, I've been sent some questions through. So we're just gonna. Um, fire through some of them questions and if anybody's got any other questions that they'd like to ask uh, just pop them in the uh, comments below uh, I can see all the comments on the screen so I can always go back through them and um, answer those questions so we'll give it a, about another minute or so um, and then we'll uh, we'll make a start gonna get me coffee Evening Ollie, I said just watched um, your uh, Q&A, absolutely great stuff as always from you. Yeah we've got things coming in the next uh, the next month or so as well with the podcast so we've got uh, a new uh, series which I'm going to be starting um, and you know we're going to be looking at it mainly being um kind of guest speakers going to be covering a vast um range of subjects to talk about as well uh so it should be really good yeah no problem ollie as i say always real inspirational stuff that you always always talk about mate yeah uh really you know inspiring to people out there for definite Myself included. Right, so what I'm gonna do is I think we'll we'll um we'll crack on with some questions. Just get them up. We'll be second. Yeah, so the first question I was sent through was, uh, what are you currently struggling with most? Um, my, the, the Probably the thing that I'm struggling with most at the moment is, has got to be uh, a fear of failure. Um, it's, it's something that's been, um, something that's been in my, I suppose, within me for quite a while now. My, um, it's something that's been brought up in counselling um, and something that's come to the forefront. I always kind of feel like I'm a bit of a failure. I always feel guilty for letting people down. I always feel um, like I should be the one who's almost like, if you like doing everything, you know, I'd rather do it than um, letting someone else take the reins, if you like. And, you know, I always think of myself as... 
uh, a burden to people at times. Uh, not sometimes with with regards to my mental health and stuff like that, and how I'm feeling. Um, but I think it comes more from uh, past experiences where I've maybe felt like I've let people down. Uh, they haven't actually said that to me. They haven't actually said, you know, you've let us down. But I've just felt that way. I've felt like I've let them people down. You know, I haven't stuck to my, if you like, my end of the bargain with things. And, it, you know, it, um, it's left me kind of feeling uh, with those thoughts for a very long time. So, so yeah, I'd probably say that that is one of the big ones at the moment, which is really um, affecting me most. Uh, I mean, other things, I mean, just dealing with, um, you know, the daily um, grind of, of feeling up and down and, you know, you're waking up one morning and you always... I always kind of feel like I have. I can judge what kind of a mood I'm going to be in when I wake up in the morning, um, and it's not a nice feeling when you wake up and you think, you know, I'm. I I just don't feel right today. Don't feel great myself. Um, I'm an extremely self-critical person as well. Um, I always kind of pick everything apart, catastrophize it, which is something I've talked on a podcast about. Um, and yeah it it's quite a you know some of the things can be quite overbearing at times but i have through cbt learned some really good uh techniques that i found useful to um help myself and to recognize more than anything that those things are happening so once i can recognize those things that are going on i can change um I can change them or I can, you know, look at ways to get around them. So, yeah, so that's, those are the things that I'm kind of dealing with at the moment. Um, so another question that came through was, if you could give your younger self one piece of advice, what would it be? Um, I think the one piece of advice I'd give my younger self is open up sooner. Uh, that's definitely something I didn't, didn't do for a long long time um i tried to deal with it on my own and tried to hide it as best as i could um and the thing is is after a while it becomes like almost like a bit of a facade that you're keeping up and it becomes quite difficult to keep things in um i mean for myself it's you know i've I've really I've really struggled to open up in the past to talk about this to talk like I am now you know there'd have been no way I'd have thought I'd have been able to do this maybe what even four or five years ago I don't think I'd have been able to even talk to someone I'd have just hidden it just got on with it because that's what I've always kind of been thinking to do or just just get on with it, you'll be alright, you know, and, you know, the typical bloke thing of, oh, I can stick it out and I'll be fine, um, but it turns out, no, you're not, so the one piece of advice I would, I would give my younger self is to open up sooner, 
uh, and not be afraid of the stigma as well because stigma is one of those things which um, I suppose sticks out for everybody you know I've been doing a lot on with regards to stigma um, in another podcast I've been actually putting together and um, it's part of like my university thing and but it's stigma's massive because I think sometimes you can be that afraid of being judged um, especially if you're quite insecure about yourself and you've got um, you know self-confidence issues and you're just not sure about things it, it can be quite um, it can be quite debilitating to even open up and maybe think about talking about something so it it isn't easy when that stigma is about and you're having to think about it um for me personally um yeah it, it was one of those where i want i was quite afraid to open up at, at one point because um there'd always be you know these things thrown around at work with regards to people saying about uh well so and so's off work with stress uh you know he's probably licking windows and just just he's like really you know and i suppose like they come across as daft things that you don't really pay any attention to and they're just stupid jabs but when you're in a place where you're struggling and people around you are making fun of people who were maybe going through a similar thing it's it's difficult for you then to open up because you just kind of feel like you're just going to be judged in exactly the same way as what they are so that's why people do need to be kind of sometimes mindful about what they're saying around individuals and you know just be sensitive if you believe that someone might be going through a certain something be sensitive of that because you know sometimes those people knew what individuals with mental health issues went through they won't make fun so but yeah the one back to the original question the one piece of advice would be um open up sooner um definitely another question i'll tell you, i'm just gonna have a drink thirsty work need me coffee um how do you cope with daily triggers um i suppose dealing with the daily triggers has been something that i've dealt with through using certain techniques that i've um learned through cbt um cbt really i suppose the biggest thing that i've started to realize is that there are triggers before i didn't really take much notice of what was happening and is this a trigger is that a trigger um i didn't really kind of take any notice of of what was going on and try to recognize things because i just felt so overwhelmed um when i was actually able to recognize and actually spot um triggers so for example a trigger a man could be something to do with hospitals um it could be something that reminds me of a certain situation um so say for example like hospital wise i sometimes get um i can kind of almost have like um if something comes on where it triggers me i can almost smell that hospital smell it can kind of come back quite strongly as that um i can feel like i'm back in um 
either in hospital with my dad or one of the things I come up with is when I was in hospital myself and uh, it was quite traumatic uh, but definitely I wouldn't have even thought about that before I just watched them from the TV and I thought about it but if they say for example like 24 hours in A&E can't watch them can't watch them because it just brings too much back for me um, as interesting as those programs are to see people's reactions and human emotions it's it doesn't sit well with me in that way um, because I can't I can't deal um, with those thoughts kind of coming back and it brings quite a lot of bad, bad things back so I always try to avoid those things if I can um, but knowing my triggers was definitely a hundred percent one of the biggest things for me was actually realizing that there was triggers um and they were affecting me so yeah so that's how i cope with daily triggers is really i've learned them skills uh through the cbt and i'm able to recognize them so those are you know that's the kind of t key thing that i do daily um i don't know <laughs> so Question I've received is, is Fortnite a kid's game? That's from my son. Uh, the answer is, uh, no, it's an adult's game. Uh, well, hmm. nah, it's, it's neither. It's, it's in between. So I'll leave it at that. So next question. Um, what's changed for you in the last 12 months? Ooh. Um, quite a lot's changed really um, I've started my first proper year at university I've actually been to university um, and going inside of university it, it made me challenge a lot of my anxieties that I had especially after lockdown I realised how uh, much it actually affected me socially not doing things like this over a virtual platform um, with regards to a lot of the podcasts are all done on zoom recorded and actually going into places and in a learning environment and talking to people was really daunting for the first time going in and I felt like a massive amount of social anxiety I didn't want to really socialize with people talk to people make conversation almost in fear of judgment straight away as well um i i you know I, I really struggled with you know are people gonna be thinking i'm this especially because i'm one of the older ones on the course as well and it yeah it kind of um made me feel very self-conscious about myself um and how i was um actually acting around people and normally I was never never ever really been an unsociable person I've always been quite social I think lockdown really took a lot on me because it kind of made me if you like deal with certain things that was going on uh, mentally so it kind of took a little bit of a chunk out of me but yeah there's, there's you know there's things like that like moving on the university and um I'd also like to say that I'm probably, I've had a few ups, you know, I've, I've had my ups and I've had my downs, um, I think 
I've definitely improved now being at university for a little bit and being able to get out and meet people that that kind of social side of me is beginning to come back um, I'm still not great in big crowds and things where it's really busy um, I still have quite a lot of anxiety around that but my I feel like I'm dealing with things a lot better now um, I think I'm things that have changed is that I've actually been able to recognize my triggers when I feel something coming on I sometimes I won't say all the time but I sometimes reach out a little more to talk to people about how I'm feeling um, especially my wife um, and it's it's been I suppose it's been a, it's been great as well uh, to meet so many unbelievable and inspiring people on my podcast as well in the last year to talk to so many amazing people um, again who just inspire by the way that they've faced mental health and the way that they're moving forwards with their life and yeah it's a journey like no it's there's probably going to be no end to it it's always going to be there but it doesn't mean that it defines you so um, it's part of you and you just live with it but yeah I mean definitely the, the, the biggest thing for me is probably like the social side of things um, has improved because I didn't realise how it had affected me from an in-person point of view as I say well, I've just been used to this for the last like two years just talking on a on a camera to someone um, so actually getting in person was, was difficult but I'm glad that I'm, I'm at uni and I'm doing stuff and I'm getting out there and meeting new people now so it kind of feels like a little bit more of the old me just coming back a bit so next question was um, who or what has helped you most during your mental health uh, journey um, if I had to say it's my family um, I think I could I could say it's been the counselling it's been the CBT but I don't think the majority of that would have actually happened or I would have had that you know had not having that support behind me from my family from my wife and my boys you know um, they've been the thing that's really kept me going and kept me kind of striving forward so it's been it's been a, a challenge but it's been uh, you know it's been good and it's been a relief to have them there um, my wife's been amazing in being able to open up to whenever I need to and if I want a chat or a coffee she's always a, a time just sit down let's have a chat and after time that's sometimes what I need I do try and bury my head in the sand still sometimes just to try and think right let's just you know try and do it on my own but you can't always do it on your own you need people there with you you need people by your side to help you along we be that friends or family you know it could be anybody um and definitely having, having that that great support network around me 
has has really helped me in my kind of journey forward with this so um i mean this just goes to show what my lad's like i mean um <laughs> what are your thoughts on the goofy looking baby from ice age he's got a real hang up with his baby i think he's said he's got such a square red that he can't he can't make sense of it but it, it's that's that's like the daft things that come through and you know um i love that is that fun element as well that's kind of come through with um with my family and everything so they've definitely been one of the big things that have uh, helped me through um and helped me come forward in my journey um just have a little check through seems any more questions so another question that's come through is what was the most difficult time you had during your journey um i think probably the very fair the very start of this well when when i kind of had a almost like a little bit of a mini breakdown that was when um that was when things were at the most difficult because a lot of it was just i didn't know if it was just me i didn't know what i was doing was right and the only way i kind of felt like dealing with things was bottling everything up but you know my health anxiety at one point was so bad that i was just waking up every day or going to sleep sorry every day just thinking i was going to die overnight and then i won't wake up um and that's an awful thing to live with every day is every night you're thinking have i told the kids that i love them enough have i told my wife that i love them enough have i been in touch with my mum have i told everybody how much they mean to me and you know that was like pretty much a routine that i did for a good year and a half after my stay in hospital and it it really it drove me to exhaustion mentally and physically uh, so i think that was the most um difficult part but i'd also say it's probably the most enlightening part as well because it it did actually feel that when i was able to talk to someone about what was going on how things were affecting me that i was actually able to breathe a little sigh of relief and feel like oh my god i've i've just spoke about that it's been you know that's so enlightening to just speak to someone and i feel like a weight's been lifted off you know and speaking to someone honestly about i mean i'm sitting in that doctor's surgery and absolutely crying my eyes out but because i've never really sat in front of a doctor and admitted anything really um so it felt like a big thing for me to kind of turn around and say this is what's been going on but it did feel um like that is when things began to you know i opened up and i was able to start moving forward a little bit so i was i was happy with that as say it was it was difficult it was really difficult back at the beginning but um i was happy that i did it i'm happy that i went to the um the doctors i'm happy that i you know got the help that i needed um so yeah it was a real um a real eye opener for me and 
probably one of the most difficult periods in my life, but um, it definitely got the ball rolling. And there's been the ups and downs, like anybody will have in their mental health journey. There'll be there'll be bumps in the road, um, but what defines you as a person is how you can pick yourself up and you know dust yourself off and just keep going with that recovery. I just think, right, this isn't going to derail, you know, all the hard work I've been putting in. Um, and, you know, a bit of advice I'd say is that if you're going through anything now, um, you know, just talk. And it sounds like a real daft thing to say, like, just, just talk. But it was one of the biggest things that helped me was talking about it. Um and talking therapy has been amazing for me be it CBT um, and especially um, the counselling sessions now um, are opening up things that I never even thought of um, and some of them are from years ago, some of them are from when I was younger um, but these those are the things where if I hadn't talked about that I haven't opened up in the first place or been willing to talk about my issues then I wouldn't I don't even know where I'd be now um, I don't know how bad things would have got and it kind of scares me when I think of it um, but I do take solace and I do feel proud of the fact that I opened up when I did um, and you know I got the help when I did but I, won't want, I don't want people to to sit there in silence and thinking I don't want to speak you know just find someone who you can talk to who's going to be non-judgmental towards you and if you're a friend of someone who you think is going to happen just ask them if they're okay and ask them once but then ask them twice you know are you, are you sure you're okay um, and you know be there for someone be non-judgmental when you're hearing someone speak and signpost as well to the relevant services like Samaritans, uh, Papyrus, um, you know, Mind, Whole Mind are brilliant. The uh, mental health um, crisis team, do you know, if you need to be that, that focal point of being able to signpost someone, be that person. So if you, you know, you could be a friend of someone who might be struggling, as long as they know that you're there non-judgmental and you're there for them you might be that lifeline that they look towards um, but be that person that they need um, in their time of need if you like um, and if you're struggling just please open up and get the help that you not just need but deserve to you know, carry on with your journey and move forward and create new memories for yourself because it doesn't always have to be like this and like it you know depression anxiety health anxiety any of these things don't define who you are it's just part of you you've just got to learn how to live with them um and you've got to put the work in if you want to get better um for example if you if you had a bad leg or you strained a muscle and you have to have physiotherapy the only way it's going to get better is if you do the physio and you do the work mental health's no different to physical health if you've got depression or you've got anything that's going on with yourself then you need to 
put in the work if you need to have talking therapy you need to have that talking therapy and put the work in with it if any homework comes in from the CBT or you get asked a certain question to mull on over the week of counselling do the work because you know you'll reap the rewards in the end and every every small success is a success so so I think we're at what about 20 past that's all the questions that I've had or half past no something nearly half an hour um so what I'm going to do is I'm going to um end it there um I'd like to thank everybody who sent in um any questions um it's been a really good thing to do might look at doing another one in about a month or so um but if you have any other questions that you'd like to send to me whether or not to read next time or you'd like a, an answer sooner just pop them in my inbox I will happily um, take a look at them I'll either inbox you back or I'll put if you're alright with me answering it I'll answer it on the live or I'll answer it within a post on my um, Instagram page so like I always say on the beer podcast it's time to talk get the help you deserve I've been Nick Mins and I'll see you next time